Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. I am grateful to be recording on a full moon, not to mention it is a blue moon, which basically refers to it being a second moon within a month, a full moon, second full moon within a month. So that's pretty cool for us to actually go through that. And um, since I'm using this occasion to record, I thought to talk about what I often see all of humans deal with, which is how to give up on, <clears throat> how do I put this? <laughs> well, let's just say it like it is. How to give up on hope. This, the hope I'm specifically talking about is hope that goes beyond any logic or reason. For example, the hope of someone changing. Yeah, that one there is so freaking crazy. It, that one there is sneaky and it creeps up on all of us. We will sometimes hold on to someone for so long because we we think one day they're going to change. We sit in the hope that one day, one day they're going to change. And this is interesting because no matter how much evidence we get through the years that this person is still the same person and doing the same stuff. We continue to justify staying with them uh, or being friends to them or being connected to them based on the idea that I'm, I'm hoping that one day they will change. You know, what if I leave them and then they change after that and become something fantastic and great and I get to miss out on all that. I mean, we come up with some interesting fantasies in order for us to, to justify hope in these cases. Now, I don't, I'm not saying hope is altogether a bad thing. Uh-uh. I am just tonight only talking about how hope can be used in a way that causes suffering. In Greek mythology, there is a minor goddess and sometimes she's even referred to as a spirit not even quite a goddess okay she's so darn minor <laughs> and uh basically this goddess's name is Elpis or Elpis however you want to say it and this goddess is usually depicted as a woman carrying flowers or cornucopias specifically in Greek mythology she's interesting because uh she's also connected to suffering uh, hope in Greek mythology or in the Greek culture is considered something that is very much associated or connected to suffering, which is for us a really significant point. And if you think about it really, really deeply, you will see why they say hope is connected to suffering. When we see ourselves in situations where we are continuing to justify say, staying in a situation, whether it's work, whether it's with a person, that has definitely showed us way too much, way too much evidence to prove that they are not going to change and we still stay there. That's when we start to feel almost stuck. We feel out of control. We feel the inability at times to make decisions because we are and have been justifying for so long this seemingly great thing, righteous thing that we might call hope, but it, it isn't. It isn't a good thing to use at this point. It is hard for us to face that truth for all of us humans, that a person, especially a person, 
may not change in our lifetime. It breaks our heart. It's so painful for some of us to conceive that all the effort and the investment I'm putting in this one person may not pay off. We might even think of it as years have gone to waste. But all of these thoughts lead us to perceive pain when we try to get closer to solving that problem. We, we start feeling the pain of it. And so in order for us to stop the pain or to prevent ourselves from experiencing this pain, we add the sprinkle of this type of hope, this hope that causes suffering. It's a hidden type of hope. Again, we're not talking about hope that one day I will see my family while I'm in the middle of suffering, one day, but one day I hold on to the hope that I'm going to see my family. That's a different type of hope. I want to have hope if I'm, let's say, doing prison time. I want to hope for, for a future. I want to hold on to that hope uh, of, of living outside with family and having uh, built something. But hope that's destructive in this case and almost stagnant, keeping us fixed and fixated or obsessed with a certain outcome that we cannot afford to lose. We will become so obsessed about this outcome that we want, that we're willing to just say, this is called hope, right? So for example, if a person wants to stay with their partner, but they've been cheating on them over and over again, but they continue to stay with that partner, uh, instead of facing that pain, what that person's going to do is just say, you know, they're trying to change. They're, they're trying to change. They keep telling me that they're going to change. They tell me that they're going to change, even though there's no support for their actions or even can inconsistent, uh, demonstration of that. You know, it's going to be like, uh, they do good for a month and then they go back to normal, which is the average person, right? I'll tell you, I'm going to do good, but then eventually I'll just go back to whatever it is I've, I've been doing <laughs> because change is not something that happens that quickly. A true change requires time and it requires, uh, no justifications, no excuses. And it doesn't, to be honest with you, it doesn't need hope, not that kind of hope. A change will be seen. It will be demonstrated with consistency. It'll be the truth, the truth that cannot be argued. But of course, this is very rare. It is rare that a person really truly changes, learns the skills they need, figures out on the inside all the, the lessons they need to learn in their lifetime and make those changes, make those proper amends to people that they have wronged, learn to become selfless, loving unconditionally. All that is, is we're asking a lot of a person when it comes to change. We're asking them to have all these darn skills and we get disappointed. We get disappointed because we stay in the hope that one day they're going to have all those things because they tell us they're going to have it because they tell us that they're trying to change, but that we don't see any proof of it. So finally, years and years later, when we just have worn ourselves out when we are left with no, no need for hope, when we've held on way beyond evidence and reason. And we're just now building a self-resentment, a self-rejection, a self-hate for how much we've tolerated through the years. 
that's when we're just going to make that freaking decision of letting someone go that we need to let go. And specifically, not just letting someone go, but letting that hope go. That hope that we one time placed in order for us to preserve ourselves from feeling the pain of loss. The truth that needed to be faced a long time ago that we had avoided facing because it would have been too freaking painful. I don't blame people for the f- funny things that they do on the inside uh, to avoid having to make the decision of letting hope go when it comes to a person that needs to be released. I don't blame people for putting up that fight. I don't blame people for wanting to elevate hope as something that is moral, right, good. But when we look at it a little closer, it isn't that good at times, not that moral. It is in a lot of ways selfish because it holds on to an outcome that we just can't live without. We think we can't live without. We need this outcome to occur. occur. So what we end up doing is tolerating major, major nonsense from another person that we could see clearly they're hurting us and hurting themselves and selfishly not putting in boundaries that we need to put in, whatever that may be. It may be a physical distance. It may be putting within uh, emotional boundaries that I need to make. Whatever it is, it keeps me from putting those boundaries and eventually it allows the other person to hurt me. And in a lot of ways, I'm hurting them because I'm not putting in those boundaries and they're just, they're using me, for example. But all that I'm, I'm just choosing to not look at at this point because I want an outcome. And that outcome is I want a forever with this person that I imagine I wanted to have. Whatever fantasy I want to make happen, that's what I wanted to do. This kind of hope, this hope that may lead us to suffering can be applied in places of work. Why I stay in situations so long, why I stay with person, but specifically I'm talking about people, why we hold on to the idea of people changing. That's the pain I see people carrying around and putting up with, not seeking to look at, not seeking to face that fear, not seeking to face that fear. They're not even calling it fear. They're calling it hope. But in fact, I would say it's a fear that we just need to face. It's the truth we need to face and accept. This is a rough conversation. This may not apply to everybody, but you guys know who you are out there. The ones that have been holding on way too long, way too long. The person doesn't even have to be physically there. Emotionally, emotionally, we hold on to that person as well. And they take up and drain our energy at times They require a lot of us emotionally still, even if they're not around. Even if they're not reciprocating, that's what I want people to heal. That kind of hope. It ain't doing much except keeping me hanging on emotionally, keeping me on the edge. In a lot of ways, pushing opportunities away from me instead of me allowing myself to be in the present and to move forward. We can all face that truth within us because we all have experienced that sometime. 
because we want to avoid this pain, this pain that comes with being abandoned by someone that we love, not getting love back from someone that we love. If we just accepted those hard truths and hurt for the short term, then we avoid the long-term pain and mind-fucking will do for years, holding on to this hope, feeling this lack of control in my life, feeling stuck, feeling it, the inability to make decisions or inability to do much, really, because I'm just sitting in hope. I'm sitting in hope. I just won't let it go. I hope I'm giving you the proper visuals here of how this this looks like. It's like a, looking at a beautiful rose, right? But refusing to see its thorns. Yeah, that's what hope is. It's it's a beautiful rose, but it has thorns. And specifically, if you only admit that hope is just a pretty rose and never look to see its thorny side, then we're just living in a delusion, does that make sense? I, I hope that makes sense. It's just living in that delusion. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, people will be stuck for a lifetime with someone that is unworthy of them, truly unworthy of them because of this. They'll stay in a depressive state, in a oppressive, oppressive state for years, a lifetime, I tell you, to avoid having to look at the thorny side of that rose, the thorny side of hope. It's not always pretty. It's not always moral and good. Like I said, it has a painful side and that's what we're looking at today. That's what I'm asking you to look at, to really explore within yourself if you have it there. It's, again, it's not going to apply to everyone, but I'm, you know, we all could use a little talk on this one, friends. I'm not exempt from the bunch. I am the bunch, like I always say. And so I'm here with you on this, on this journey. It's hard at times in my life where I had to look at situations where I had to, or people specifically, that I had to release hope in. Even if they weren't in my life, I still had to release the hope. That's the work that was really painful. I can create or keep a fantasy of a person uh, in my mind that can keep me holding on to hope, even if they're not around, even if they've moved on, done whatever they need to do, I can still carry on that hope that will end up being self-destructive, self-sabotaging, just stop nourishing me and my spirit as a human. And eventually that's, that's the stuff that we really got to face. That's the the truth we really got to face to set ourselves free mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and to live a life that is present and of quality and includes reality rather than living in a delusion that ends up resulting in pain. Yeah. Yeah. I can escape reality temporarily by lying to myself with hope, or I can face the delusion for an outcome that will last a lifetime. It might hurt at first to face this delusion, but the outcome of it will help me get closer to where I belong and what is a proper match for me emotionally, energetically, spiritually. Who wouldn't want that? I certainly want that for anybody I meet. It breaks my heart when I see somebody willing to compromise so much with their time, effort, and energy on something unworthy of them. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. That's all I got on that tonight. It might be a short one, but 
I mean, what else can I say about this, right? Please, if you know somebody that might need this, send it to them. Sometimes we need this hard talk. Let me do it for you. <laughs> they can blame me for it. But we all need a little assistance. So send me over to that person. <laughs> we'll do what we need to do. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light and the self-compassion to accept the rose with all its thorns. This has been an episode of Drive Through. Oh, 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 o